Hey fans, welcome to today's episode of Calling All Fans. Thank y'all so much for joining us today. Ah, we're excited to bring you another episode. So look, 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 look. If you're not ready, you better get ready and get your game face on. Cause the show's about to start. So if you hear any birds chirping, any cars driving by, um, or running, yeah, just forgive that. Um, we're gonna try and work it out of the audio, but if we can't, forgive us, fans. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah. that's how yeah. life happens sometimes. Sometimes and, you have to record outside. And those birds just wanted to join in on the talk. That's all. They're not. They're yeah. not chirping to be a nuisance. They're like, no, I, hey, I have an opinion too. So they you have know, an opinion. We yeah. want we want the birds' opinions to also be uh, to also be taken into account. Yeah, some may so, say they have a bird's eye view. No, no, we should not <laughs> say that. <laughs> we should say Got anything it. but that. <laughs> All right, so let's hop in this, man. Let's, let's do it, let's this. do it, let's do it. All right, we're going to start with the NFL. So, Cody, tell me tell me something that intrigued you about the NFL this week. All right, fans, we, me and Anthony, painstakingly, hours upon hours of research. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we, we picked three games that we were, that intrigued us this week. Um, and we have our reasons why they intrigue us a little bit. Um, one of the games that, that we picked, Anthony is less intrigued and he's more a little nervous. Um, yeah. so, so you're going to find out why here in a minute, but the first game I want to talk about Vikings, Texans, man, why does that game intrigue me? Because both teams currently sit at a, a whopping 0 and 3. And that's crazy to yes. me. Uh, especially both those teams are in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, both teams last were playoff year. teams last year. And so, yeah, it, it intrigues me. Both teams sit at 0-3, and you wouldn't think that. And so one team um, is going to be 0-4 at the end of this week. Yeah. Um, so un- unless unless they decide to be the Bengals and the Eagles, and then they'll be 0-3-1. and But we're hoping that won't happen. So, AT, what what are your thoughts about this? I'm I'm like, is this going to be a pillow fight? Are both teams just running through a string of bad luck? Like, what's what's happening? You know, I here's what I think. I think uh, this is a strange season, but everybody's dealing with the same things. I feel like COVID is there for everybody. But I I think this is a point to be made. Both teams got rid of two really good wide receivers, and they haven't won a game this whole entire year. Uh, one was the number one option, DeAndre Hopkins, and Stefan Diggs from Minnesota was like one A, one B type yep. thing. Him and Allen, they even split number one. Yeah. But I just think it's, I just think it's really interesting that, um, that both of them are looking at 0 and 4, and they both got rid of two very good wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I think also, too, for the Texans, their defense is struggling right now. And their offense is struggling, which is not a very good recipe for success. Now, last week, they had some really good stuff happening in the first half. 
think they scored 21 points in the first half on Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But then they commenced to score zero in the second half. Yeah. Uh, I really do think if the Texans are in talks with Antonio Brown, they need to make that happen soon. Uh, like so that he like yesterday. His, like yesterday. So he can <laughs> serve his suspension that the league is going to give him when he enters back into the league so he can come back and help before the season's too late, too far gone. Yeah. You know? The Texans, they need to serve up some blame pie. I think OB, Bill O'Brien, gets most of the blame. But I think Deshaun Watson needs to get some of that blame, too. Mm. Um, you got, you're getting paid, man, like Patrick Mahomes. You're not at the same amount of money, but you're getting paid like it. So at some point, you got to make Randall Cobb, Will Fuller, uh, David Johnson, and these, these weapons that you have work. You got to make them look better than what they are. And you can't, I'm not saying you have to do it every week, but you also can't start 0-4. That's fair. That's fair. I agree with everything you just said. Um, Here, here's one more thing. Go for it, go for it, go for it. They play, they did, whoever set their schedule does hate the Texans. They played the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Steelers first three weeks. And now they're playing the Vikings. So first four weeks have been a ringer. And even if they start, they could start 0-4, 0-4. This, the way they started 0-4 on offense is pretty bad. They haven't kept pace with people like the Ravens and the Chiefs in points. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing. They're they're going to figure it out. Somehow, some way, they're going to figure it out. I don't know how. Uh, I mean, the schedule's going to lighten up a little bit, but that's not going to fix their defensive woes. That's not going to magically make D-Hop walk back through the door. So, I mean, if they're in talks with A-B, I'm on the phone right now. If I'm Bill O'Brien, I'm like, hey, we're signing. We want you right now. We'll sign you to, to a one-year contract for this amount. You're going to serve, you know, a three, four, or five-game suspension, whatever it is. And by the time you come back, you know, you're going to hit the ground running. And, and we're, you know, we need you. I'm not telling A.B. that we need him because then he'll come in cocky as can be because we know, all know how A.B. is but or mm-hmm. how he appears to be. I don't know the man personally, so I don't want to slander his name, but how he appears to be. But that's just my thoughts about about them. And man, the Vikings, they just, you know, they need the win. They, let's just be honest. They need it. Um, yeah. If they don't win this week, they're pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, unless they're going to rattle off 11 straight wins. Which they won't uh, because of their division. Yep. <laughs> so, Bears and Packers division is running them, so. away yeah. with uh, uh, the, the Bears. Mm-hmm. Switched quarterbacks in the middle of a game. Yep. Mounted a comeback. Yep. And they're 3-0. and Ruined my pick, Bay, man. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, they did. It's all right. And then Green Bay is playing the team that just lets everybody win, the Falcons. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah, um, so for they this really game, did. man, let's pick it. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually going to take the Vikings. Yeah, me too. In this one, I'm taking them. Even though it's in Houston, I'm still taking the Vikings. Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. I think it's going to be upwards to like. Uh, 34-28 maybe or 34-24. I'm going to go with 34-24 yeah. Minnesota. Yes, yeah. you know, Texans. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think the Texans will score 21 in the first half and uh, they'll kick a field goal in the second half, but it'll be a garbage time field goal that's not going to matter and then, you know, the, by then the Vikings aren't really going to care. They're going to hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook, you know, yep. eight, eight straight times and run the clock out or whatever. Um, yeah, so there's that one. Uh, and then the next game, Browns-Cowboys, super intrigued by this game, me personally, because the Browns come in, their receiving core, the only receiving core that I've said all year 
rivals is is even close to rivaling the Cowboys uh, is the Browns because you got OBJ, you got Jarvis Landry, like and those two, both of those guys are number ones, but they play on the same team. So one of it's one A one B type situation. And then when you flip over, look at the Cowboys. You got Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup's come on in a big way. C.D. Lamb, we all know what he did last year. Granted, he was in college, but we all know what he's about. We all know what he can do. Um, and then what is his name? Cedric Wilson or whatever his mm-hmm. name is balled out last week. And I, I was like, I've never heard of this kid, but yep. he went off last week. Um, but the reason this intrigues me is because the secondary of the Browns, not great. The secondary of the Cowboys, not great. Both running games are pretty good. Uh, both front sevens are pretty good. So I, I, it just intrigues me, man. I like it. Here's what I'll say. I I, I don't want to lose to the Browns, even though technically this this season it would look like a good loss because the Browns would be 3-1. But the Browns, you just can't lose to the Browns because no matter what their record is in the first five, uh, first four games, it's not going to look like a good Loss, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now they have to struggle with that, um, with that mentality of like, oh man, are we gonna make it? Are we gonna no? Get that win. Get to two and two. Be a top of your division. Be better than the people in your division. Washington football team bad. New York Giants bad, and the Eagles are struggling with injuries. Bad. And, nope. Nope. You know, bad. They're bad. Injuries. They're, they're <laughs> injuries, and and Carson Wentz <laughs> is struggling right yeah. now. I don't know what's going on. With I don't. Carson I don't Wentz. either. He's uh, in his head. I don't really know. I guess. And so right now you're not the one struggling with injuries other than like Sean Lee and Lake uh, Vanderesh. Lake Vanderesh. So you're doing better than everybody in your division right now. Build a comfortable lead, not only for the future because you're better than them, but also what if, you know, somebody gets COVID and has to miss two weeks, you know? You have a comfortable lead. Nobody out of else out of that division is going to get that extra playoff spot. You have to win the division mm-hmm. in in this NFC uh in the NFC technically. So go go win. Yeah. Just do that. Cuz no matter how good they've been playing it's and the Browns. it seems like they figured out the formula, you have to beat the Browns. Yeah, and it's still a thing where it's like no matter how good they're doing, it's Cleveland. <laughs> like, yep. You can't lose to Cleveland. I'm sorry. You just Not can't yet. do it. You, yeah. And if they if yeah. they finish this year and they finish like thirteen and three, and they win a playoff game or two. Then next year you can lose to the Browns. Not this year. Nope. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. And so that that moves us right into our third game. Um, this this will be the last one. This is actually our spotlight game of the week as well. Um, it's Eagles Forty Niners. Um, the reason it's my spotlight game of the week, I'm calling it the the injury bowl. I th- I believe I saw a thing the other day. Um, and it said that these two teams have the most, the the first and second most injuries to starters. These two teams have the one, number one and number two. I don't remember which was which, but number one and number two most injuries uh-huh. to starters at key positions. Right? Yeah, man. So you look at the That's Niners, hard. Jimmy G's out. They got running backs out. Nick, uh, Nick Bosa. Yeah, Nick Bosa's out. Like, they got some key positions that they're missing. Nick Bosa's a freaking stud. My personal oh, opinion, he's 100%. he's top three 
defensive end in the league. And everyone's like, man, you're crazy. He's only been in the league for a year. Yeah, but we saw how dominant that man was and in you one see year. His brother, exactly. Like we see how Those dominant Bosa they are. people are crazy. They're built different, man. It's like the Watt yeah. boys, you know. They're just built a little yeah. different up there. And how so, your whole family in the NFL? As, man, that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so yeah. And then the Eagles, you know, we all know the Eagles' story. I mean, our whole O line pretty much is hurt, and then you know, Deshaun Jackson's out, Alshon Jeffries out, Jalen Rager's out, Greg Ward is our is our the only receiver that was on the team last year that is healthy for this game. And he played quarterback in college. So, you know, I mean, and then mm-hmm. defensively, we got a lot of injuries. So I'm spotlighting this game, calling it the injury bowl. Injury um, bowl. But I'm as crazy as it sounds, man. I, I'm, 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 I'm arrived with my birds. I'm taking my Bro, Eagles. It's a hard pick. Come on. Yeah, okay. I, I got to. I got to be biased because the Niners are still, they're two and one, even with all they're those injuries, good. man. How? <laughs> It's, it's like crazy. it's like I'm, I got to take the Eagles in this one. Hey, here's here's something that may uh, make you happy. The last time the Eagles played the 49ers, they won 33 to 10. That was in 2017. So there you go. Um, I'm picking the 49ers because it makes sense. Not in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my heart that's having a problem. Yeah. So, so it makes I'm sense. I'm picking the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, I think though. I think I think it'll be like a 24-17 matchup. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think it'll be a good game. Um, yeah. but how, It'll definitely be worth your time to watch it. I hope so. Because um, <laughs> yeah. that Bengals game was not, I'll be honest with you. Well, how well, you tie with me? Anyway, we're not going to talk about anyway, it. Anyway, we're um, not going to talk about it. Let's switch over real quick to our, our college uh, game of next week. Cody? Yeah. You brought um, this to my attention. Yes. Clemson is playing Miami. Yes. Why is that important? So the reason that's important is because Miami is 3-0 and right now. Miami has brought themselves up to number eight in the country. Clemson is still firmly at number one. Um, and Clemson's dominance in the ACC over the past, you know, four years now has been just incredible. I'm, I'm looking at their at some of these scores from their previous games, 54 to nothing, 35 to 13, 56 to seven. Like, uh-huh. like, wait a minute. It's it's not like they're squeaking by people. This is only the second time in the last four years that Clemson is going to play a top 10 team in the regular season. Gosh. Okay. That is crazy. Okay. That is wild to think about, right? And people already talked to, always talked about Alabama strength. Yes. And so now I will say this. I'm looking. I'm still looking. And we see Clemson 31-0 Ohio State. Um, in the Fiesta Bowl, and then beat Alabama 35-31. So it's not like these guys slouches by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, I don't know. They've just not played a top 10. The last time they played a top 10 team in the regular season, let me make sure I fact check myself before I lie to you guys. October 29th of 2016, they played Florida State, and they beat them by three. So th- this is not a guarantee for them. And that was yeah, that was Deshaun Watson. Not Trevor Lawrence. That was not Trevor Lawrence, Clemson. So Trevor Lawrence, in his tenure at Clemson, has never played a top 10 team in the regular season. That's crazy. A top 10 now, ACC opponent. Let me say it like that. And I, and I think this is important, too, because, yeah, you're, this, is, this is not only the, the hardest game for Clemson in the regular season in a while, but it's early. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and if anybody's going to catch you slipping, it's a top 10 opponent opponent early in the mm-hmm. season if this was 
if this was five weeks from now and, you know, they're getting ready for bowls and stuff like that, you know, Clemson's on top of their game, whatever. Right here, it's early. Another reason that this is important is because it's a shortened season, okay? So if this was a regular season, okay, Clemson, if they lose this game, would have a chance to to avenge this loss in the ACC championship, and it would actually mean something, right? Because in a regular season, you're you're not just playing your conference, so you're playing ten to twelve regular season games, mm-hmm. um, and then you get your conference championship. If you go to the playoff, you get your playoff game, and then if you win that playoff game, you get the national championship. So we saw Clemson, uh, what was it two years ago, go thirteen or, or go fifteen and zero. Right, and it was the first time in the college football playoff era that someone had went fifteen and zero, and it was incredible. And everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" And it's like, "Well, the playoffs only been around for like three years, so this isn't super <laughs> crazy. It's pretty cool, but we've only been here doing this for like three years, you know." But so in that regular season, if they'd have lost one early in the year like this to a top ten team, the committee would have came back and said, "No, that's a respectable loss. That's okay." Um, mm-hmm. And they would have gave Clemson the benefit of the doubt. And then if Clemson goes to the ACC championship, plays that top 10 team, right? Whoever it is, Florida State, Miami, Notre Dame, whoever whoever it is, right? And they play them and just blow them out. I mean, it's not even close. Then the committee comes back and says, hmm, maybe these Tigers are as good as we thought. The problem mm-hmm. is when you're playing just your conference and it's a shortened season and your conference as a whole isn't very strong, if you lose to this top 10 team, as good as I believe Miami is this year, if you lose to them, you, you just don't have time to make up that, to you know earn those style points and get the committee to look at you and say, well, no, they, they lost here, but then they did really good. You know, this game, this game, we could piece those together and those look really strong. And this one loss wasn't really that bad. So we'll keep them hovering around the playoff and then see what happens in their conference championship, which is what we always see with Alabama. Alabama loses uh-huh. to you know, number seven, Auburn, and everyone's like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, Alabama's falling off, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, they're like, Bama lost, Bama lost. And then Bama falls to five and Auburn jumps to four. And everyone's like, everyone's like, what, what happened? Wait, why did Alabama? And it's like, because that's a quality loss. They lost to a really good Auburn team, Mm -hmm. a really good Auburn team. You didn't lose to no scrub. You lost to a good top 10 team who has some quality wins you know people were mad when when lsu got in and bama got in um a few years ago and they played for the national championship it was um before the playoff it was back during the bcs and the national championship was like the their game in the regular season was like nine to six and the national championship was i mean it was like 35 to 27 or something like that so it was it was a great game you know what i mean but people were upset it's like Bama shouldn't be there. Well, wait a minute. Their only loss came to LSU, who beat them mm-hmm. by three. And you're telling me yep. that these are not the two best teams in the country right now? Come on, man. Come on, man. And then Alabama, I think, ended up winning that national championship anyways. And it's like you can't say they don't deserve to be there when they won. <laughs> yep. Come on, man. There but, you go. So, yeah, this game is important because Trevor Lawrence, for the first time, is going to have to go or is going to have to face a top ten team. His saving grace is that it is at Clemson. If it was at Miami, I think I would be taking Miami in this one. Yeah. Um, I think I think Miami makes it close, and I think they catch him slipping. But I think Clemson will remember who they are 
and we'll 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 beat them. Uh, I'm thinking of something like kind of probably like thirty twenty seven type thing, mm-hmm. and then a late field goal. I think it's early, so the top ten can catch them slipping. But I also think the flip side is it's early, so Miami could not also be a top ten. That is true. You know what I'm saying? That is true. So we'll see. Um, yeah. Last last that I'd like to point out real quick. Oh, okay. Point okay. it out. Point it out. Um, my fans, man. So first, I'm going to make my pick. Clemson. I'm taking Clemson, but I think – this is what I think. I think it's going to be really close, and I think Clemson's going to score a late touchdown to pull themselves within one, and Dabo mm-hmm. Sweeney is going to say, you know what? We are the Clemson Tigers. We do not lose in Death Valley. We do not lose – in the ACC, and he's going to look at Travis Etienne, who, in a lot of people's opinion, is one is the best running back in the country. I don't know that I'm on that train, but I can see how the case could be made. He's going to look at Travis Etienne and say, "Hey, get me my two. And Travis is going to say, "I got you, coach." Wow. And he's, he's he's just going to bulldoze his way in for for that two point conversion. And I think this will be, I think Clemson, this will be the closest game that Clemson plays until the national championship. Okay. That's what okay. I think. And you're picking them for the national championship. I'm not picking them to win the national championship necessarily. But, but, I but think you're they'll picking make them to it. get there. Yeah, I think they'll okay. make it to the national championship. Um, That's interesting. So the, the last that I want to point out for Miami versus Clemson is their points per game and their points allowed per game. Miami right okay. now scores 43.3 points per game. Clemson scores 43.0 points per game. Ooh. So offensively, they're, they're literally – I mean, the difference is so – like it's so tiny, right? But then yeah. when you look at points allowed per game, Miami gives up 19 points per game. Clemson's only given up seven. Yes, I will say this. So I will say the it's impressive for Miami for me because they play Louisville exactly who's 18, who's yes. ranked top 25, and so that that they're scoring that much against another ranked 20 top 25 team, mm-hmm. but also that points per game is up because they played. Uh, top twenty-five team. Um, Clemson hasn't played anybody ranked yeah. in the top twenty-five. So, cool. Yeah. Well, I just, I just think it's gonna be interesting. And that I saw that and was like, wow, that's really they're they're right there. They're neck and neck. Also, never mind. I told y'all last stat. Me and at me and you'll talk about this next stat later. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about <laughs> it later. Let's transition now to you know we can't get away from it. The NBA Finals, man. Oh, man. Come on. All right. So tell me, talk to me, talk to me. How you feeling, man? You're a Heat fan. Yeah. What's going through your mind, bro? Are you already discrediting LeBron because Goran and Bam is out? Or are you just saying we're going to take our medicine uh, and we're going we're gonna to do it next year? Here's the thing. So I have a lot of friends that have already dubbed that these playoffs and these finals don't even count. So one of my friends That's a lie. One of my friends, um, literally verbatim, he made or he made a Facebook post and verbatim what he said was, Someone tell LeBron this ring doesn't count. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why doesn't it? Like it it's still a ring. Granted, yes, it's in the bubble, it's all you don't have to travel, you don't have fans, blah 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 blah. But it's like he, I mean, he's still he he's if if the Lakers go on and win this series they still had to win. Like it, it wasn't like it wasn't like they were out there just playing practice you know, practicing it's getting a ring it would, for it. Every team had to deal with the same exact thing. Did people forget Avery Bat Bradley is not in the bubble. 
Avery Bradley was their best defensive point. Like, they had to go against Jamal Murray without Avery Bradley. I think Avery Bradley affects Jamal Murray a lot more than, you know, not a lot more than LeBron does, of course, but they wouldn't have to have put LeBron on Jamal Murray if there's an Avery Bradley there. You know what I'm saying? So they're missing players, too. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm not on the train of this ring doesn't count. If if the Lakers go on to win, I'm like, congratulations to LeBron. Um, you know, I'm, I am going to be a little salty because then he'll have one more ring than my boy Dwayne Wade, but that's okay. Uh, you know, tell LeBron, tell D Wade he should have took care of his body and still be playing. But, well, you know, he has some injuries and stuff, so I mean, I that's can't, true. I can't blame him for, for injuries. You know, but what I will tell Dwayne Wade is, you shouldn't retire. You should just took your talents to L.A. And, it should have uh, took it down and rode and just got him. Just, uh, just got him a ring. Basically, you should have done what uh, what Dwight Howard was planning to do until Frank Vogel said, "No, you're playing, friend." <laughs> <laughs> like that should have been your game plan, Dwayne. Yeah, but it's fine. So if they win, I'm like, yeah, congratulations to you. But I am gonna put an asterisk by it, not because of the bubble or anything like that, but because of what the freakish accident. That, that's what I'm calling it. It's a freak accident that happened in game one. You're telling me that we come into game one hot. You know, the Heat Heat were the – outside of the Lakers, the Heat were the hottest team in the bubble. Yeah. Like, coming into the finals, the Heat had only – had lost the same amount of games as the Lakers in the entire playoffs. Crazy. Because we, we swept, swept um, Indiana. Four mm-hmm. four one Milwaukee and then four twoed uh Boston, right? Yeah. Flip that over the Lakers four one, four one, four one. So both teams only had three losses in the playoffs this year. And it's like, wait a minute, we we're actually a salty little team, okay? But then we come in game one of the playoffs or of the finals, sorry, and Bam Adebayo, Goran Dragic, and then Jimmy Butler. All three get hurt. Jimmy rolls his ankle like early in the game. Jimmy's um, okay. Jimmy's a Texas kid, so it's not like he's gonna, you know, he's not a he's not a wimp. You know, he's like, all right, I'm playing through it. I don't even care, whatever. So he continue. He finishes the game, but Bam got hurt, like hurt, hurt. You know, Goran got hurt, and it's like, man, are you kidding me? And so I am putting an asterisk by it because of that. Because I'm like, would would they be beating us the way that they are if we had Goran and Bam? Or would these games be a lot closer? Would would we have to see some LeBron heroics or some uh, Anthony Davis heroics? Would we have to see that for the Lakers to have this 2-0 lead that they have right now? Or would they still be blowing us out? So I will say, I will say this. I will say this. They were kind of in a big lead uh, in halfway through that game. I don't think that Bam and Goran had gotten hurt yet, is what I'm saying from that for those games. Uh, uh, no, Bam got hurt in the third quarter. Goran Goran only played 15 minutes in this game, in game one. He only played 15 yeah. minutes. That's crazy. So here's what I'll here's what I'll say. So at halftime, they were up 65 to 48 before Bam got hurt. Um, and so I, I'm looking at this and I'm saying the Heat were just outmatched. And here's why I'll say that. Because they, you put Bam on Anthony Davis, 
But Anthony Davis is still bigger than Bam. And he's not just like, he's not just a big that's like taking up bodies and stuff. He's a skilled big. He has a handle. He has a shot. He's going to get you from the inside, from the outside. So I just think that they just don't have enough um, size. And so when you can't put, well, you can't put anybody but Bam on AD, AD going to get his, you know? And then the Lakers, they were daring people like Rondo to shoot. And so when you dare people like Rondo to shoot, yeah, he's going to miss. But then he's going to make them sometimes. He's a professional. So the Lakers made a lot more threes in the first game than they were expecting. Uh, and so you can't you can't win when AD's getting his, the Lakers are making threes. Not a lot of people going to win that way. I will say this. There's no asterisk for me because I thought the Lakers were going to win in six anyway. Um, and so now they may, get a, they may get a sweep. And so what I'll do, so this is what I do for LeBron James when I'm talking about, you know, his finals losses because everybody likes to bring those up. I say he probably, so they beat the Warriors when he had Kyrie and Kevin Love. They took the Warriors to six the first year when he just had LeBron, it was LeBron and Matthew Dellavedova. Mm-hmm. You know, Kyrie and Kevin Love wasn't in. So I'm looking at that series and I'm saying, you know what? I believe that LeBron James them actually would have beat the Warriors twice and he'd have an extra ring if he'd have had his people, right? And so I'm looking at this and I say, I looked, I thought about this last night. I was like, I can't be a hypocrite. So if I'm going to put an asterisk, not an asterisk by that loss, but I think the Warriors won. But I do think the Warriors may have would have lost if Kyrie and Kevin Love would have been playing in that series, that first final series against the Cleveland and uh, the Warriors. So I'm looking at this series and I'm like, do I need to make that same amendment? And I'm saying no, because I think the Lakers was going to win in six anyway. So now they may sweep the Heat. I still think the Heat will get one. I just like Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, uh, Duncan Robinson. Uh, I think they still get one. I wish Kelly Olenek, uh Kelly Olynyk balled out last night. He had 24 points. But I wish he was uh, just a little better because then they could put him on AD. You know, yeah. I wish I wish Udonna Haslam wasn't so old because then we get like a series. You know what I'm saying? Like Haslam with Olenek on AD I think would be a good matchup. I think uh, – <laughs> Sorry, Grace is having a fashion show right now. Oh. Mama is showing me all of her winter clothes. So this is a legitimate title for LeBron. Uh, not and people are like, oh, he didn't have to face Kawhi, uh, but Michael never had to face Hakeem. So come at me, I'll do it. Um, I think you'd lose that uh, one, my man. <laughs> no, if you if you were going to say LeBron James got off the hook because he didn't play Kawhi. And I can very well tell you that Michael Jordan didn't have to play Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay, we're gonna make we're gonna have the Jordan debate later. I'm not gonna get into yeah. this. Maybe we'll schedule that one for like two, three weeks from now. Two, three weeks. Two or three we'll, weeks we'll from we'll now. We'll talk it. about it. We'll talk about it. But anyway, the finals, the Heat. We got uh, the Heat. I I think they can get one. Mm-hmm. I'm believing because I really do like the Heat, but I don't think it's gonna. I think it's a wrap, uh, especially with the injuries. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is completely not a heart pick at all. But I actually think if so, I follow Miami on Twitter and all that kind of stuff, right? And so the rumor mill right now is that Bam is eighty-five uh, percent today. So if he's ninety percent tomorrow, then then they're gonna play him, 
right? Mm-hmm. And so, so if he plays tomorrow, and then Duncan Robinson has been a ghost pretty much this entire series. He has nine points through two games. That's not Duncan Robinson. Anyone who has watched the Heat knows Duncan Robinson is liable to go off for, you know, 18 a night just on three-pointers alone, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think Duncan Robinson is eventually going to come alive. And if Bam plays, then I actually think that the Heat will 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 push it to six. Now, if Bam doesn't play, I think that the Heat will have a chance to steal one, but I actually don't think they'll get it done. I, I actually, gotcha. if Bam doesn't come back, I really do think it'll be a sweep. And I, hate I that, like but. I like that. We'll see. What do y'all think? DM us at Colin underscore all fans. Let us know um, if you think we're crazy for thinking that the Heat can steal one or if you're like, y'all are right on. Yeah, yeah. let us know. Let us know for sure. We, we definitely want to know what you guys think. Um, and if y'all think we're crazy and disagree, give us reasons why you disagree so that we can talk about it because maybe you'll change our mind. You might persuade us a little bit. I'll tell you, if it's my Heat, you're not going to persuade me because <laughs> that's a hard pick. I'll be real with you. But if you bring up good points, I will acknowledge, hey, that, this is a really good point, but I'm still going to ride with my team because I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, so let's transition to a segment we like to call What's on Your Mind? What's on my mind? What's, what's on your mind? Hmm. We need a theme song or something we like do. that. We do, yeah. Like, what's on your mind? Uh. Or something like that. Something. Anyway. <laughs> So we actually have a fan question okay, okay. today for our segment, What's On Your Mind? Mm-hmm. Our question comes from one of my good friends. His name is Greg Morris. Okay. Uh, he's a student at Lamar University. Come on. And his question this week is, should the MVP be given at the end of the regular season? Like, should it be a regular season award or should it include the postseason? Ooh. What do you think, Cody? Okay. Or do you want me to go first? Um, you... I can go because I've actually go, 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 I've go actually given this debate and this question a lot of thought because okay. you see, okay, so okay, all my thoughts. Here we go. The regular season MVP doesn't matter because because everyone's playing for the playoffs, you know. And so I'm gonna say no. I don't think it should include the playoffs. Instead, and here's why. Because if it if the MVP includes the playoffs, every other award also has to include the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, I think you can't make one but then not make all the others. So then you would have to have mm-hmm. six man of the year include the playoffs. And or, or, and even like rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, most improved player. Um, and then I think you would even have to go as far as like the all rookie team selections, the first team NBA, second, or, you know, all defense, all NBA teams. I think those mm-hmm. would even have to – those selections would have to go – into the playoffs, I think, you know, and I just, I think it would be too rough, but what I think they should do instead is keep your regular season awards because all stats reset when the postseason starts, all the stats. So then I think you come back and you say, we're going to create a new award and it's going to be the, it's going to be postseason MVP and, and those kinds of things, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. um, instead of, so obviously you keep the finals MVP, right? And so that's for the MVP of the finals series. But then you come back and you say, okay, over the course of the playoffs, right? Who was the best player? 
who was the MVP of the entire playoffs, right? So LeBron James, if they win the title, is going to be the finals MVP. Was he the best player in the playoffs Whoa. in the in the entire playoffs? He's gonna win it, bro. It's just gonna happen. It's okay. I've already I've already decided, like I've already made peace with it. He's gonna win it. It's okay. I it's I right. don't know, man. I I he's he's when, he's averaging almost a triple double. He's gonna win it. <laughs> when he yes, but Anthony Davis is also pretty close in in assists and rebounds, and um he's outscoring him. I think maybe yeah. by a while. Well, last night, last I night, but I mean, we'll, uh, LeBron you know, had thirty-three. Yeah, we'll just have and to wait and see. But, but chances are, LeBron will get it, um, and that's okay. That, that's okay. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, was he the best player in the playoffs? He was the best player on his team, maybe because AD was AD was going off. Hold on, we're not going to sit here and act like AD wasn't yeah. doing his thing. But then I'm looking at that Denver team and I'm saying, wait a minute, we gonna act like yeah. Jamal Murray didn't. And cash on some people didn't didn't ball times. out. Where are yeah. we really about to sit here and act like that? I'm not. And so I'm like, I don't know that LeBron would be the MVP of the playoffs. He might be Finals MVP. You're right. And so then you look and you say, okay, rookies. Tyler Hero is Rookie of the Year in the playoffs. He's the Rookie of the playoffs. Like it's it's easy. Yeah. It's easy. Defensive player of the playoffs. I don't really know who you give it to. I mean, what other rookie is playing besides I mean, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson? Like <laughs> Duncan Robinson is actually a second year guy, isn't he? Or is he? A He's an undrafted rookie this year. Oh, okay. He, okay, he okay. just went undrafted. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. And so that's my thing. I don't know that we that the NBA should make the MVP include the playoffs because then you have to do that to every other award. And my thought process with that is. What happens if, let's say, for whatever reason, right, Lou Williams is on a team that's not going to make the playoffs, but he comes off the bench, and this man's averaging 25, which we've seen Lou Williams do. And he's mm-hmm. up for sixth man of the year, but his team doesn't make the playoffs. Well, that's that's an unfair advantage to, you know, let's say it's Montrez Harrell, and his team does make playoffs. Granted, they're on the same team right now, but if they were on opposite teams, right, mm-hmm, and Montrez mm-hmm. Harrell makes the playoffs, well, then he gets those extra games to continue building his sixth man of the year resume. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it yeah. just wouldn't be fair. Right. And so that's, that's what I think they should do is create postseason awards for all of it. MVP rookie. So it would be most valuable player of the playoffs, most you know rookie of the playoffs, defensive player of the playoffs, and just have two sets of awards because then it, it, it adds something more to the playoffs. Not that the mm-hmm. NBA playoffs need more, but it adds something, you know, just a little extra where it's like, okay, you lost in the Western Conference Finals, but dude, through through three rounds, you were averaging 40, James Harden. Like, your team wouldn't have even made it there without you. Yeah, you know? I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think they should keep it the same. Should it include the playoffs? Maybe, maybe until after the first round. Because honestly, no one gets considered for the MVP if their team didn't make the playoffs. True. Let's start there. True. But then I think if you continue it throughout, like say Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard balled out, right? For the end of the regular season, the eight games in the bubble. And then but his team was outmatched tremendously, right? I think if you're gonna extend it into the playoffs, extend it past the first round. So you could get a little bit extra view of who the most valuable player is. Um, and I also think they need to just change the name of it because it, it's it's really about points. Like, let's be real. LeBron James is the most valuable player on this team every year. 
except for maybe this year. Um, but even this year, like I think we've seen AD as the star of a team, mm-hmm. and um, they never really did better than like a six seed, I don't think. And so that's what I'm saying. Like even now, they're the number one seed. They're in the finals. They're up two zero because they got LeBron. So. I, I think they need to just change the award or give it to LeBron every year. My, I think my my issue with it is not that it doesn't include the playoffs. Is that because they just give it to somebody who like points are higher? But the way LeBron James orchestrates the team, you even saw it last year. Like last year, his team didn't make the playoffs. He should have been the most valuable player because they were ranked fourth in the West before he got injured. Mm-hmm. He got injured, missed a bunch of games, and his team didn't make the playoffs. True. That represents the most valuable player to me. When you remove that player from that team, they are way worse. Maybe they should do it for an East and a West, and then maybe in the playoffs have the most valuable player overall. So, like, in the West, LeBron James get it in the East. Um, Giannis gets it, and then at the end of the playoffs, they have the most valuable player overall, maybe. But I think if it includes the playoffs, it only is fair if it includes after the first round because you want to see Kenya MVP play under the brightest lights, right? Yeah. So if I'm if I'm looking and I'm like James Harden's regular season MVP, but then he gets to the playoffs and he like doesn't show up, or he shows up for six games, but at game seven he doesn't show up. I don't know if I'm making him MVP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think I'm voting for after the first round for who I think, whether your team lost or won, I, I just wanted to see, can you perform in the brightest of lights? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I agree with that because you look at, you look at a Jamal Murray, right? Yeah. They lost to the Lakers. Sure. But we saw this guy or even look at a Donovan Mitchell. They, they took the Nuggets to seven and mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't like, Donovan Mitchell played okay, and then the rest of the Jazz showed up big, and then that's why. No, it was a lot of those games. It was yes. Donovan Mitchell looking at Jamal Murray and saying, "Hey, man, mano y mano," and yep. and Jamal Murray saying, "All right, I'm about that," and then both dropping fifty. Fans, let us know what you think. Should the MVP include the postseason? How far into the postseason? I think it should include the first round. Cody thinks. We should just have a new MVP for the playoffs. But let us know what you think. Uh, again, like I said earlier, direct message us at calling underscore all underscore fans and just let us know, like, hey, I think y'all are both wrong. MVP should not exist. I also think <laughs> they should call it something different or yeah. whatever. Just let us know what you think. But thank y'all for joining us this week. And that's our show. Hey fans, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Calling All Fans podcast. We love you guys. We're so grateful that you joined us today. Remember, keep being fans, keep being biased, and we'll see you on the next episode.